podcast i'm eric i'm joe and we are the struggling hunters today's podcast is probably going to be a little quicker today but uh uh we're just going to kind of get right into it and uh joe you want to take it off from here and talk about uh your upcoming hunts yeah upcoming hunts uh we talked a little bit about them uh you know kind of what our plans were for the upcoming hunts last week as far as big game and, you know, kind of what the year is going to look like. And, uh, but, you know, I did purchase my, uh, my spring over the counter general season, uh, Turkey tag for Utah, uh, and getting ready for that. And also in the prep for, for the hunt, I ordered a couple, uh, foam. I think they're foam decoys from, cabela's uh nothing fancy they're probably i think they were they were the cheapest set of three that cabela's was selling but uh i figured uh, it's better than nothing and it would be a good place to learn about decoys and what i'd want and what i don't want and because i don't even know what i want (laughs) other than i want some (laughs) that makes sense Um, just trying to get that just trying to get that experience with them you know, kind of get used to or figuring figuring them out. I mean, I like what you did there because you're not making a big investment and it not working out for you. You know, you kind of right buy the cheaper ones and fig, kind of figure it out. Well, that was like kind of like my thoughts. Uh, um, of course, I could have probably spent you know as much as I wanted to, or, or you know, like as much as a checkbook would allow um does anyone use that word anymore checkbook yeah i might want to change that to debit card (laughs) um but you know like they had some pretty pretty looking uh some turkeys that i could have purchased you know but i i don't know how much is really needed in details and how much isn't uh you know my understanding and my experience you know it seems like turkeys their eyes are I don't know if their eyes are great or if they just can pick out something detail that shouldn't be there. So they are leery of it. You know, that's one thing I'm not too sure on. So that my point is being, I don't know how detailed the decoy needs to be other than an image of a Turkey, you know, like, so, so yeah, so I picked up my decoys and then, so uh, Utah has this, uh, they call it, uh, what do they call it? It's an app that you can put on your phone and like keep track of all your tags that you purchased in Utah. Mm. And uh, it kind of gives you like calendars of what, what's coming up next month. So it's just a, a, I think it's a Utah hunting and fishing app is what it is. And then, so like you, my fishing license is on there. So I don't have to have my paper license on me. As long as I have my phone in that app, um, I'll have my, uh, my fishing license with me, which is kind of cool. But what I was getting at is I bought my tag and then I went down into my app and, and uh, downloaded my tag onto, onto my app. And it was giving me the date and like, it was like May. 
April, May, it was like May 31st through April 3rd was the date that it was pulling up. Really? <laughs> yeah. And uh, so then like I spent the next like hour trying to find my my reg book and like going through and trying to read what the dates were and then we'll come to find out that's just like for whatever reason well those are the dates for like the youth hunt so the youth get like a a couple days before the actual season starts to hunt and so i was like i was going at first i was like i only get a handful of days to hunt man last year i had a whole month i was reading i thought i remembered earlier this year that I had a whole month to hunt. I was like, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> so there, there, I, there I went again, messing up my hunts, uh, not paying attention to the dates. Wow. <laughs> Luckily the season hasn't started yet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, looking forward to that. So a couple of the things that, um, I, I kind of want to get ready for, for the hunt kind of, doing some reading and one guy was you know saying he uses an air horn for a locator um for when they gobble and stuff and and then uh i want to take my shotgun out have you have you taken your shotgun out and uh sighted sighted it in i mean i know you can't sight in your shotgun but i guess kind of how you can is by using different shotgun shells yeah or different Um, loads i should say I mean, I haven't got that detailed about it. Well, so last year I shot, I shot a few shells just kind of, uh, I mean, I feel like really the, you know, just make sure that you're hitting paper and, and, uh, kind of see what your spread is like. I mean, yeah, a little bit. I did it a little bit last year. I, I just shot, like, I just shot toward a box or whatever. And I didn't even really do much. I didn't like change up the distance or anything but i did a little bit um uh but yeah nothing nothing too detailed which is probably a good idea to kind of so you get a better understanding of what what you're shooting at or going for but right yeah i was just talking to a guy at work and he was asking about that i was like no i mean you know my it's kind of it's a shotgun it's gonna have a, a spread you know i was like I don't know uh, what the, what, you know, my choke's going to do or what, you know, like evidently different loads are going to fire different patterns. And so, yeah, that's in prep for Turkey hunting. That's one of the things that, that, uh, that I'm I'm going to do and suggest other people to do too, if you don't know, because, you know, what do they say? Knowledge is power. Knowledge is power. Power is. And you don't want to shoot you don't want to shoot your Turkey and be like coming back, hanging your head in shame because you missed a Turkey with your shotgun. Yeah. Well, it'd be, yeah. I mean, it happens all the time, but that's because nobody thinks that they have to go (laughs) sighted in a little bit. Yeah. (laughs) But, but yeah, so that's a, long and long and short right now of uh, my turkey season but i want to i want to try to do a little bit more um i'm trying to understand you know a little bit more turkey habits one of the things i was reading is saying that you want to if they all you know i've seen the good guys that you know i read stories on they they pattern the turkeys they more or less already know where the turkeys are and i'm you know that dude's i'm gonna go 
I know where turkeys are, but I'm going to go show up that morning and hopefully run into a turkey, which I guess can't happen. But I get you want to improve your odds some and do some scouting, but but you got to find them first. Yeah, yeah, that's that's actually my biggest challenge. Exactly what you said is finding them first, and I'm I'm that same guy that's just like, well, we'll try try this area now once i start getting into them because last year was the first time that i ever really did a turkey hunt and i uh, had a hard time ever getting into them but i feel like once you start getting into them you could probably you know have a few spots quote unquote and uh kind of help your chances there you know finding finding where they are and just going back every year and hoping for the best, but yeah, the yeah. hardest part is, is, is the, uh, finding them first. That was definitely my pr- biggest problem last year. But yeah, so that's, like I said, that's my plans. Um, and then I'll be, evidently I'll be talking more or we'll be talking more Turkey hunting as the season gets closer and, you know, I'll be practicing my, my Turkey calls. I feel like that's one thing that I need to, I want to listen to some turkeys and then practice Turkey calling too, or listen to turkeys as far as what I can find, you know, like through some app or something, YouTube or just listening to them, understand them a little bit more. You learn to speak their language, learn to talk Turkey. Speaking of, Speaking of talking turkey, uh, the old meat eater team. I, I actually was kind of thinking about this because Sploof video, but uh, uh, meat eater team is has uh, teamed up with Phelps, and uh, they're yeah. they, they, I, I I don't know if there was there was some kind of business purchase stuff going on, so they're kind of like it's kind of like uh, Phelps and meat eater are kind of the same company now. Meat Eater bought Phelps or something like that. Uh, hmm. If anybody's listening to this and you know the details, my bad. I, I might not be 100% correct about all the intricate details of it. But but anyways, they teamed up together. And so they got a whole line of uh, turkey calls now with uh, Phelps. But I was thinking of uh, making like a a joke video and doing something in the lines of like, uh, like uh, oh, I'm sitting here with my coffee cup and, and, uh, the, the meat eater edition coffee cup, you know, cause they're, they're kind of having a, they kind of have the meat eater edition on all, all kinds of lines and stuff, you know, <laughs> they got their own rifle. Uh, I think they got their own meat eater edition bench made knives, uh, meat eater, uh, uh, turkey calls. And I think a handful of other stuff. So I was like, it'd be kind of funny to make a video and, like I said, just whatever, you know, the meat eater edition pen <laughs> kind of make a little sploof video about it. But yeah, anyway. Yeah. And also my point was, is I, I just thought it was kind of cool that uh meat eater meat eater and Phelps uh, uh, calls kind of teamed up together. And, and I, I don't know where it's going. I don't know if they're going to get into elk calls and, I mean, it could, uh, they did a podcast the other day, and and uh, I was trying to listen as much as I could, and I'm pretty sure I missed all the important stuff. But uh, they were talking about 
they definitely joined up for the turkey season. And I don't know if they're just going to, if Phelps is going to do uh, their stuff on during like, like, or for elk calls and just keep that line or if they, or if meat eater and them and Phelps uh, uh, joined completely together, or if they're just joined together for the Turkey calls. But my point is, is that they all, they, uh, they have a whole line of, of new calls now uh, for uh Turkey season. Gotcha. The box yeah. calls and the, What's the other one? This the uh, don't the, you the, you have one, don't you? Yeah, the striker call. Striker call, yeah, striker call. I think I'm yeah. probably probably off, but what's your what's your favorite? Do you I do you, I mean in your uh, I got a um you know I think like the striker call gives you. And the pad, you know, it gives you a little bit more. Once you understand how to do them, more ability to make different sounds, you know, different tones and different chirp marks and uh, more control that way. But you have to, you know, once you learn it, a box call, I think is great for just anybody wanting to wanting to call. You know, it just gives you the, the, the no hassle, just learning how to, you know, push that strike or that rod against you know through the box and you can make a call but yeah so i guess i should say i don't really have quite a firm at this point in my turkey hunting career a firm uh one that i like one over the other because i'm still i can't quite math i'm not a master at anything yet so simple is the best (laughs) yes for (laughs) i i like the uh I'm kind of a re I'm I, I like I like the mouth reads. Uh I I mean arguably I'm I I don't think I'm great or good. Like I don't think I'm uh I think I'm okay. I don't think I'm good that that great or anything, but at, at doing the mouth calls. Um I mean, I'm great, but I just don't think I'm great at calling. You are you are a great guy, Eric. You're Thanks, number man. 1 in my book. Hey. You too, buddy. You too. <laughs> right back at you. But um, no, I, I really, I've always kind of leaned toward the mouth calls myself. Um, mostly just because it's more challenging and, and uh, I don't know, it just, it's fun. You know, I've, I've kind of, I've messed around with mouth reads my whole life off and on. And like I said, I've never taken it serious where I tried to be like, do a competition or, or anything, you know, and, and mostly I kind of always lean more toward uh, elk calling than, than, uh, than, than Turkey calling. But, um, I know last year I was messing around with it, trying to figure it out. And there's so much I got to learn on, but, you know, even being a little bit, trying to get a little bit better for this next year, I got so much to learn the different types of chirps and, and, uh, all the different noises that they make. But uh, but I like the mouth reads the best, and a second advantage to a mouth read, two it two it two other advantages, is the mouth reads are cheaper. And then the second thing is, in my opinion, is now I don't have experience at this, so I mean take it with a grain of salt. But when you're calling a man and you're getting a little closer, 
you're not sitting there like moving. You know what I mean? Yeah. And hot and and potentially kind of risking the fact of blowing blowing yourself out of there with True. the movement. So that's why I kind of like the reads, but also I just think they're funner to do. Yeah. Oh, that makes sense. I get that. But that's like how I'd set, I try to set myself up when I was turkey hunting in a spot and trying to call, like I got kind of have the call kind of hidden something, you know, like somewhere and have my gun across my knee and get back on my shoulder and just trying to call with one hand, keep the one hand hidden and have the gun ready for hopefully coming in the direction of the, of the, of the gun. But yeah, if you had, like you said, the mouth call, you can just sit there and, you know, have a face shield on and they're not, they're not going to probably see your mouth move. So I get that. Speaking of, I got to give me a face shield. Well, I was thinking about using our, uh, dead wind down, uh, the, the little face paint. Oh yeah. That we got for hunting that we were supposed to use. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> or uh correct or uh to clarify, I mean I mean elk hunt. <laughs> uh, <sighs> but well I guess to change topics, uh has the new war off your bow yet? Uh not a hundred percent, no. Uh I mean I'm still pretty excited. Uh I went I shot it well, I didn't go anywhere. It's pretty easy whenever you have your target right outside your house. Um, but I shot it this weekend and, and pretty much every time I, you know, I, I think about it and I'm like, Oh, I got an extra 10 minutes or whatever. I'll go out and fling, you know, 15, 20, 30, you know, maybe, maybe even 30 arrows or something. And, and, uh, just kind of just, yeah, kind of keep practicing. And, uh, this weekend, whenever I did it, my grouping was getting a lot tighter. I need to start, I need to uh, start backing up or trying to figure out how to do that. Cause um, I definitely like to get, start working on my range. Cause I'm still only doing 10, 15 yards, you know, give or take what I, I have. I, I need to measure it out so I can kind of have a better idea, but I'm guessing between 10 and 15 yards at the house here in the backyard. So. Um, but if I open up my gate, if I open up my gate and kind of, you know, back out, uh, I have, um, I mean, I probably, I could probably get close to 50 yards, maybe 60 yards, you know, just depending on how far out in the road I want to get, I guess. (laughs) So, uh, but yeah, so I, but yeah, I've been, I've been having fun. Like I said, I've been just kind of staying in that close range for now, but uh, eventually I'll start trying to work on some further, further shots and see how that goes. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. But yeah, don't just do what you, I don't know. I was going to say, do what you feel is comfortable. Not that, you know, don't enjoy your time. Don't make it diff- Don't make it non-enjoyable for you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just kind of, like I said, just whenever I got a few minutes to kill, I just like, I just kind of walk out there and, you know, fling a few and start feeling good. And then I don't know, just trying to keep it fun, you know, just 
Yeah. I mean, it's kind of nice, you know, compared to going out and target practice. Like if I tried that at, at, at my house, I'd probably get arrested. So, <laughs> right. Right. You know, uh, yes. You know, shooting rifle at the house is kind of frowned upon around here. So, uh, <laughs> it's kind of nice just being able to fling some arrows and not have to worry about getting into any sure. trouble. The neighbors yeah. speak speaking of though, it was actually kind of fun. I went out there to go fling some arrows and the neighbors had the country music blasting. So I was just kind of, you know, <laughs> listening to music, shooting arrows. I, I mean, it was kind of a, and, and it was a really nice day too. So I, I was having a good time out there this weekend. Good. Yeah. Good. Yeah. I can't wait to, uh, <laughs> you know, actually what's kind of funny is I like, I wonder if I should uh, push my luck and try to uh, get a turkey with an arrow. <laughs> but then I was like, ah, I'm getting way too ahead of myself. You know, let me, I just want to get used to it first. Yeah. But, uh, but uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm having, I'm having fun. I'm, I'm excited to, to try it out for the hunt this year. And like I said, I mean, if I keep practicing, you know, a couple times a week, if not more, if I can, if I think about it or get the time to do it, um, I think I'll be well ready by, by hunting season. Yeah. And I'm, and I'm sure, you know, the month before hunt season, I'll be out there even more. So getting my time in. Yeah. So I'm excited. I'm excited to see what I can do. Yeah, me too. So it has been fun and it'll continue to be fun. Yeah. You know, speaking of before we uh before we get out of here, I guess. Um are you are you is your hunt starting the 15th again or do you know? Uh you talking uh, of August, of August. Uh I don't I haven't looked. I haven't looked. I looked, but I haven't retained that knowledge of what of what date it is. Cause I was, uh, I don't know how it's all going to pan out, but, but, uh, I was kind of thinking of you coming down or me going down there. If it is early me going down there, spending a few days with you before my hunt starts. And then maybe, uh, maybe toward the tail end of, of my hunt or whatever that looks like, uh, you come up here. And uh, that way we can still hunt with each other. Let's see. General archery deer is the 21st. And general archery any bull is the 21st. So August 21st is when I'll I'll be starting to hunt for archery. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, I mean, that's obviously something that we have some time to think about, but I'd still like to get out there and I mean, you'll probably jump out there the opening day, opening weekend, right? Opening. Yeah, I think so. I think I'm going to, like, it all depends on what tags I draw for deer, but I think I'm going to start this year with the elk focusing a little bit more on the elk than the, than the deer, but it all just depends on um, what, what, with what I see. Yeah, ten four. Um, evidently, we're. Uh oh. 
Uh, am I back yet? Can you see me? Yeah. Yeah. I can see you. I'm going to have to go in and edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to try to let it ride on my end. I don't know. Yeah. I could no, I could edit it out. Oh, I wish I knew what time it was. So it could timestamp it. Yeah. Well, you want to get us out of here? We're having technical difficulties. Technical difficulties. We might as well just get out of here and call it a podcast. Yeah. Yeah. So thanks, guys, for listening. I appreciate it. Uh, Hopefully, you guys are getting ready for some springtime hunts coming up, uh, turkey hunts or whatever it is you got coming. Uh, Stay safe, safe, stay healthy, and uh, push through the struggle. Talk to you guys later. Have a good one, guys.